1: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage. I'm Brittany Lowe.
2: And I'm Jarrell Lowe.
1: And we are the Low Property Team. What's up? So today we have a one of two exciting part series for you all, and it's Expect Massive Growth, where we're going to talk about, one, what is a business organizational chart, how to use it, and why they're effective. And then also, as we're approaching the new year, what Jarrell and I love to implement is creating a vision board. Mm. So let's get started.
2: Let's do it. You know, you talked about approaching the new year. You know, at this time point or within two weeks leading up to it, it's always an exciting time for new energy, Mm -hmm. new opportunities, and new goals. But I want to hone in on a point, the greatest rapper alive. E-40 said it best. Oh, sweet Jesus.
1: Don't get him started.
2: You heard me correctly. E-40. A vision without a plan is just a dream. We've done enough dreaming. And if we expect massive growth, if we expect massive action, massive results, then it's time to think and talk about the action steps.
1: Mm -hmm. And let's reel it in really quick, because we all know society encourages us, like clockwork, Every single year, like Jarell said, two to three weeks before the new year, January hits. Create your new year resolutions. Yeah. And you know what? To be honest, they're all great ideas, right? What, what are they? Ride, ride my bike more, eat better, read more, travel more, work less. I mean, the list can go on, right? Yeah. But why? And where is the accountability for these new actions? Absolutely. And to be honest, resolutions don't work. Point, period, blank. Hmm. 80% of them fail by, what's the next holiday? By Valentine's Day, a month in, hmm. if not prior. And the reason that they fail is because you know what you want, but not why you want it. Hmm.
2: Say that again real quick.
1: Oh, goodness gracious. You know what you want, but not why you want it. Wow. And what does that come down to? It's the why. Yeah. Why continue to do something that doesn't work? Hmm. I don't have the time to waste. Dreil doesn't have the time to waste. It's the why. You have to know what you want in order for it to happen. And if I can jump in real quick, Brittany, I want to I want
2: to dive deep into this one. Uh, this one takes me back to my graduate program, and it, the, the the strategy. Well, the topic was called the JL strategy. And during our program, we had to sit down with the professor, and he and. He shared with us what the JL strategy was. It was introduced as the onion theory. Every time, as we figure out our why, think about it as a layer of an onion, right? Every layer you peel off of an onion, the the tears in your eyes welter up. It gets a little stronger as you get to the center of that onion. And your why. If you can get through the seventh layer, you have defined and nailed down what motivates you, what's driving you. Why am I doing what I do today? And so for you guys out there, and if you're hearing Brittany right now, she said, why, why, why are you doing this? Because that why is going to keep you motivated. That intrinsic motivation is always stronger than what comes from outside in the world, from other people's words, from other people's actions. So I challenge you today with the onion theory. Drell, I'm going to lose 100 pounds. Why? Because it's going to do something great for my family, for my wife. Why? I don't know, because I want to. As you go through this process, I just was successfully able to get through two whys. And the goal is to get to the seventh why, diving deeper into that core where that fragrance, that odor, I don't know what you call that that stuff that the onion mm-hmm. lets out that mm-hmm. makes you cry. Whatever it mm-hmm. is, it gets stronger and stronger, but your why becomes more powerful.
1: And what it comes down to is you have to work backwards. You can you can't first say, "Okay, I want to do X, Y, and Z." You have to figure out the why before you even figure out X, Y, and Z. And once you figure it out, you have to intentionally work towards the goal. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I'll say this. We all want to do it real big for 2022, right? That's the goal. Real big. That's what we hear. And we want massive. That's great. But let's talk about the plan. Let's talk about where the rubber meets the road. We need to talk about the
1: nuts and bolts. Mm -hmm. And speak it into action. There it is. Give the people what they want. I mean, you just dancing around it.
2: (laughs) We're going right, to get girl. into the org chart. <laughs> We're gonna, let me talk a little bit about the business org chart. Um, a business organizational chart, for us, it aligns all the departments of the business with the mission and vision of the overarching business. So think about it like this, right? And I'm going to use what we have at LPT. We've broken our org chart into four departments, accounting and finance, growth and marketing, human resources, research and development. These four departments are aligned to make sure that we're successfully achieving what our mission and vision for Low Property Team is. So how does that look? With our accounting and finance, we're really focusing on accounting, right? And audits, running audit reports to make sure numbers are accurate. You know, we really believe in serving and being of service to families, first time buyers, home buyers, sellers or just selling and moving into something bigger. We want to help each and every individual out there, but our accounting and finance department makes sure we are making sure that numbers are accurate.
1: And numbers matter. Yes. That's huge, especially in what we do day day to day. Absolutely.
2: Growth and marketing. Well, here's a great example of growth and marketing. Our podcast falls under this department. So, in this departmental meeting, once a week, we have our production meeting where we talk about what is it that we want to share? How do we tie in home ownership and marriage? How do we share these things with the audience, you guys? And how do we build out our growth and marketing department? Human resources. This is where we are continuously surveying for masterminds, uh, continuing education. Um, looking for opportunities to develop our craft and our mastery um, and just uh, improving as an agent and then last is research and development and what that is is we're really Brittany talked about numbers matter they absolutely do we want to know what our conversion rate is with the conversion rate we can know and project what we're gonna do in 2022 we all want this massive growth but are you breaking these things down by departments Mm -hmm. and within those departments I get it right well Jarrell I it's just me. I'm a one-man team. Or just like me and Brittany, it's just two of us. But if you do not categorize these things, then you're forever going to be putting out brush fires and chasing down crises.
1: And in order to scale, you have to have systems. Hmm. For us, the organizational chart is an efficient, effective, accountable system yes. that works for us. And initially when we started the business, it it was a little surface level of okay, well, Jarell, what do you like to do in the business? What do I like to do? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? You know, and figuring that out. And and like I said, in the beginning, it was surface level. But now what it's really come down to is a tedious process that we use this as the building block for our success.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, Brittany, if I can just say it, those systems of accountability, right? When we started the business, We were just doing what we thought was fun for us. Brittany is amazing at social media. I just have no clue what I'm doing or what I should be doing. But she kills it in that department. But how do we get down to those tedious actions that are required to build out this department to make sure Low Property Team vision and mission is being echoed, is being exemplified in the community?
1: And executed daily. Man. And it also has a big... Um, portion of it has to do with workflow and systems. We utilize this org chart as a triage unit of, okay, what is the issue? What department does this go into? And how do we figure out the next steps of what we're trying to do?
2: Absolutely. And I, if we can talk about that, that right there. Now we need to, in the real estate game, for all my realtors out there, we have all experienced in transaction from hell.
1: Who? probably more than one
2: we've all been through it now i'm not here to point fingers we're not here to say who's responsible who's not but when we're dealing with the crisis of a transaction like that you're in full like survival mode you just have to figure it out and get it done because you want to keep your client's best interest at heart
1: and you have to be a problem solver yeah
2: absolutely that's
1: the biggest thing and i also want to reference too because i know Jarrell pointed it out specifically for real estate but this can be used in anything. The business organizational chart is huge companies use it in the traditional nine to five jobs with the various departments that they have. So this, this nitty gritty, it works. You just have to make it work for you.
2: Absolutely. And like Brittany's saying, it's just not real estate. It's just not business or whatever it is. It can be maintained in anything, right? When you're dealing with challenges, crises, and putting out brush fires. But think, again, referencing the triage, when a new client, when a new opportunity come in, comes in and a new or a new lead comes in, who's responsible for first touch? Who's responsible for follow up? See, the benefits of me and Brittany being able to do this together is we have the responsibility of saying, drill I'll hit them on first touch. You get them on follow up. Let's get them in a meeting where we are meet together. So they're getting the full experience of us as business partners and as a husband and wife.
1: And the reason that we do that is because, you know, a, a specific client reached out and have expressed that this is something of importance to them. And we want to hold them accountable of them stating their goal to us of owning a home or selling a home. So we have a system that runs and works for itself to where they would never fall between the cracks. You know, we are there up front and center throughout the process of, you know, the initial stages.
2: And so uh, real quick, because Brittany just brought up an an amazing point. So what does growth and marketing have to do? What does that department have to do with this? Well, guess what? When you guys comment, when you guys like, you share, or when you send a DM, well, let me just be transparent. When you send a DM on any social media platform, nine times out of 10, you're going to be talking to Brittany directly because that is Brittany's department. But how do we take that information you give us? How do we how does Brittany take this to our production meetings, to our our weekly meetings? And we deliver that in our research and development. Why? Because those numbers matter. Those comments matter. We want to make sure we're answering every question, every detail. Jarrell, do you have a gardener? Absolutely. Jarrell, do you have a painter? Absolutely. We want you to know we will be your one-stop resolution for all real estate needs. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about triage, it's the point of contact. Who are gonna? Who is going to be the person to touch them first? And what is the game plan for follow-up? Now, it's the same thing, you know, we all want to talk about Legion, but what about if it's a crisis? What if a crisis happens in growth and marketing? Then we're leveraging all departments to address this crisis as needed.
1: Mm-hmm. It all ties together, essentially, you know, from the, from the start, from... All the way into the end. It all ties together. You have to have an organizational chart that works. And if something is happening, like Jarell said, in one department that's not working, you have to leverage your other departments to get that department back on track. And yeah. then from there, that next step is figuring out, moving forward, how to get that, how to get each department to run for itself. The business, the business can run for itself yeah. essentially without you even there. That is a successful business.
2: Absolutely. And I think, Brittany, we gave them, I don't want to get too much into our org charts because it makes sense for us. And I don't want to dilute what you're doing or challenge what you're doing. But you know the importance of the business org chart. We showed with you why we utilize this. Now let's talk a little bit, Brittany, about creating that plan. What that looks Mm -hmm. like, right? And I think for us, we value vision boards, but we also value, more importantly, the action, the accountability that's needed weekly, monthly, quarterly.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, a couple years ago, Jarell and I started uh, vision boards together because when we were younger, we we were the same that society would say, create, create your resolutions, create your goals. You know, we, we were doing the same thing. But every single year, come December 31st, and looking back of that year, it was saying, wait, I, I was supposed to do 27. I had 27 things listed of what I was going to do this year or the goal that I had not one of them got done or maybe one out of however many got done. And so Jarrell did some research to figure out what would be something that would work for us every single year. And our friends and our families will be the first to tell you that this is something that we implement and do because we, we have also encouraged them to do it because we found it to be effective for us. And it's a vision board. Mm. And for us, it's broken down into three different categories, business, financial, financial and personal. And it's also Because we're a sports family, like we've talked about, it's broken down into four quarters, four quarters of the year. And how each goal is broken down into is smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time bound.
2: Yes. And if I can real quick, we would just want to talk about those quarters, right? We understand quarter one, quarter two, quarter three and four. But what most people don't pay attention to. Well, let me back up. Everyone loves watching the Warriors games because they know that the Warriors are going to go on a run. Just like in business, we have runs in this game,
1: Mm -hmm. and we
2: also have droughts. But the focus is how do we maintain an even kill through the year? Mm -hmm. When we're overperforming, we're overdelivering. But we're also planning for that drought, for that third quarter stretch where we can't get a bucket to go down. We're not delivering on some of these goals we wanted to achieve. And we're hitting some real-life challenges, right? Those SMART goals hold us accountable. And what we do for us, well, we're not the Warriors, but we definitely appreciate strength. We play like them. We work (laughs) like them. We definitely appreciate strength in numbers. But understanding the game of runs, right? In our day-to-day action, me and Brittany are uh, checking each other to say, Brittany, here was your goal for February. Where are we at? What's going on? and it's about the balance right i shouldn't be the dictator i should be able to do this in love and support and care because i know how important it is to her i know what her what her passion what what is her overarching goal and what she wants for the year
1: and so that's why we create them we spend time throughout the entire month of november december or throughout the year and just jot down what what do we want from this next year and how are we going to tirelessly work towards that goal and the reason why the vision boards work for us is because we know our why we individually know our why and together we know our why that's why they they work
2: and to add that last piece we know our why and number two we have accountability partners Mm -hmm. and we're going to finish this one today because we can go on and on and we're just excited about part two but today what we want you to understand is we do not hate vision boards we use them We love them. We've broken them down to work for us. It is not a successful year if we don't accomplish 90, 95% of the things on that board. But we're only able to hit 100% if you have identified an accountability partner. If you have identified someone that you're going to work with, check in on Monday, check out on Friday. And we're talking about 52 weeks out of the year. This can't be just a January January deal, this has to be continuous. This has to be ongoing for you to achieve the success, the massive growth you want. I have the benefit of working with my wife in this business. My accountability partner is right there and she calls me out when I'm dragging butt, but she's my number one cheerleader when I'm crushing these goals and we're working towards a greater good that we've established.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Expect massive growth. Intentionally put it into action, speak it into existence, and go work.
2: Can we do a mic drop on that one and (laughs) just get ready for the next one? Hey, you know what? We appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, we want to improve and get better and be prepared for part two of Expect Massive Growth. Uh, We're diving deeper into some things that we think you'll like. Until next time.
0: Thank you for tuning into this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowPropertyteam.gov. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.